Well, welcome back to another episode of Make It Happen with Morrison Plus Property Inspections. Um, man, it feels weird. I feel like we haven't been here in the studio in a while, even though it's only been like a week, right? Yeah. It's been a week or, yeah. or two, two weeks, weeks now. Two, two weeks. weeks now. Feels weird. Feels weird, but I'm glad we're back in it. Um, doing a little bit of a recap. We've been to a couple conferences over the last week and a half or so, and we're going to be giving a little recap on what we learned there and how that kind of ties into what our mission is and kind of what we're trying to accomplish here. But before Indeed. we dive into it, uh, always got to remind the subscribers and the listeners or not the subscribers because they've already subscribed, but the listeners to subscribe to the podcast, uh, hit that notifications button. We are on Google podcasts, Apple spot, Apple podcasts, Spotify, YouTube. I know we post it to Facebook as well. Um, but the more support we get, um, the more content we're able to put out for you. Mm-hmm. And so, um, we're growing. I think uh, our views have been climbing each episode, which is exciting because we've been putting a lot of effort into what we're doing here. And so it's finally uh, starting to come around full circle-ish in a way or another. You see the progress, which is always fun. So, uh, Dwayne, um, how are we doing today? We're doing fantastic as always. Fantastic. I know. Me too. Um, It's been a fun week so far. Uh, I think we got some big things coming over the next couple weeks, but want to backtrack it to not last Friday. But the Friday before, where were you at? Okay, so... Or Thursday, excuse me. Yeah, uh, Thursday. I mean, it's been two weeks. Uh, uh, I was in Sacramento to the uh, at the CREA conference, which is an acronym for the California Real Estate Inspectors Association. Um, and uh, I was there for Leadership Day, uh, providing some mentoring to actually roundtables, or speed roundtables, yep. I guess you'd call them. Uh, similar format to speed dating, but mentoring, um, and, you know, answering questions and talking about property inspections with new, uh, career candidates. Very nice. Very nice. How'd you, how'd you like that setup of the round table type of discussions? You know, I, I thought it was great. Uh, uh, we only got six minutes. If er- oh yeah. So you're really expediting the, the topic at hand, but I, I felt like maybe it would have been better to do maybe 15 minute, 15 or 20 minute per person, but, um, it was fantastic. Yeah, I think that peer-to-peer learning, uh, which is something we're going to probably touch on here in a minute or two from the other conference we attended, um, is in a lot of ways unbeatable. I think it's uh, it's really hard to get the same kind of takeaways from larger kind of high-level type conferences versus when you're actually learning one-on-one with, with another person, especially with someone who, in your case, as the mentor in the situation, um, I'm sure the people sitting down with you had a ton of takeaways, even in the six minutes of just sitting down. Oh yeah. I mean, we talked about a lot of stuff and I mean, a lot of times they had prepared questions. Mm-hmm. And so, and you said this was up in Sacramento. Is that was. right? Yep. Sacramento. Very nice. Very nice. I know we brought a couple of, um, our senior, we brought one of our senior inspectors, um, and one of our younger guys as well too. That's pretty seasoned and getting into, uh, the Korea certification as well. Yep. yep. Uh, and so that's super exciting on our end, at least for the development stages of our, of our employees and yeah, inspectors we, on staff. They, they were stoked. And it just so happens that the education at that particular conference was some of the best I'd ever seen. Uh, they had nationally acclaimed speakers mm-hmm. uh, up front speaking and, uh, you know, we got to engage and interact with those guys and, uh, it's always something new. I mean, man, I mean, I'm sitting there, I've been doing this 20 years and I'm like, that's new. <laughs> you want me to just give you an example? Uh, for example, in the new uh, uh, International Residential Code, you n- now do not have to have a fire-resistant rated door in the garage if the garage has fire sprinklers. Hmm. 
Okay. That, that was big. like, whoa, really? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if we're going to stop calling that out. But yeah, because I was like, I'm yeah. pretty sure we've been calling that out for <laughs> so for a while now, right? I think we're going to continue to inspect that. I mean, but you have to take away things from conferences just because they say that you know the the ref the the bare minimum, which is the reference in the code, is that. Hey, look, you know, uh, is a business decision. I think we're still going to basically tell people whether or not they have a fire resistant rated door. And what that means is, is when the door shut, it's supposed to be rated to last 20 minutes in case of a fire. Mm. Yeah. And that's obviously kind of the backbone of how we operate. We go above and beyond just the, right. the standards of practice for a lot of people don't realize the standards of practice with home inspections is essentially the bare minimum of what you have to report on. Right. So it might sound fancy standards of practice. It might sound very official and high level. Right. But in, re in reality of it, it's actually the bare minimum we have to report. And so for us to go above and beyond for our clients, right. um, we, we, we go above that. And we try, we try to add that extra value by still mentioning things, even if they're not necessarily required by the SOP. You know, it's, an, it's an outstanding point because in our industry, if you're only doing stuff to the bare minimum, basic level of standards of practice, you're going to get yourself in trouble. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, because the expectations from customers is much higher. Exactly. That's, that's a great point. Uh, they expect, and we deal with that on a regular basis, right? Where if someone, if expectations don't feel like they've been met, right. uh, those concerns are aired out uh, mm -hmm. verbally at us, right? Yep. And uh, whether or not if we're in the wrong or the, or the client may be misinterpreting of the situation, whatever it might be, at the end of the day, they expect a high-level uh, report, high-level inspection, professionalism, especially for the price that they're paying for, right? I mean, if they're if they're forking over the money, right, for the quality service, they expect quality work to be done and not just the bare minimum. And so that's kind of where we come in and make sure that well, there's a there's a line there. You know, these are life lessons, right? I mean, we have codes, we have standards, we have courts, mm -hmm. we have politicians, we have uh, we, we have McDonald's, we have Walmart, right? And look, you know, you, you have to engage with people and interact, interact with people, uh, and you have to be respectful and sensitive to people's feelings. Um, and you know, everyone's different. Um, and you need to think about what it is you're doing. Uh, you know, it's not always just a cookie cutter, one size fits all, uh, things in life generally just aren't black and white. Mm -hmm. Very true. Very true. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta be able to kind of bend and, and, and kind of go ebb and flow with, um, especially the people that you're working with in, in a mm -hmm. service-based industry such as ourselves. Um, yeah, we, we, t we tend to want to be on the more higher end as far as a multi-inspector type firm mm -hmm. uh, and franchise. We want to be on the higher end where we perform more thorough and quality inspections, which means we want to charge a little bit more so we get compensated for all the extra effort mm -hmm. and things that we put into the cake. So yep. what we're baking the cake with, there's more high, higher quality ingredients um, uh, and so, but we all still use the same basic standards of practice. So what does that mean? That means that we really go above and beyond. Awesome. Awesome. And, uh, I'm really big on key takeaways now after this other conference that we had. <laughs> yes. And I want to ask you, so key your Sacramento Korea conference, what was your big key takeaway from that specifically? You know, just getting to, uh, mentor the, the guys I took with me mm -hmm. that are in our brand and getting to see them be exposed to, some of the, 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 the old guard and the mm -hmm. leadership within the property inspection industry and plug into that and just really get to see them be excited about it. And obviously some of the tidbits like that, just that new thing that I learned, mm -hmm. right? You know, I, I learned three or four different things there uh, because they had some speakers there that I hadn't seen there before. And um, I was like, oh my gosh, wow, it's been a minute. I forgot about that thing, mm -hmm. you yeah. know? And uh, uh, 
you know, just being able to move away from that, work with the guys that I went with and implement some of those things to make our business better. I mean, I'm not going to get into specifics of what they were, um, but you know, that was a good example, but I mean, there's probably going to be, we took notes. We, we had a text, uh, a, a, a group text and we were, instead of writing down on paper, we were texting each other our notes. That, yeah, and that way it's just all logged. We're, yeah. we're all logged in one feed on our takeaways from the conference, and we're now working on implementing those things. And I, uh, we're, we're still moving through that process, though. Very nice. I'm sure that's super exciting for you, getting out, getting to kind of almost geek out on the inspection side of things again, because I know you haven't been necessarily hands-on in the field, per se. No. With, inspect, with inspecting on a daily basis anymore, you've been kind of handling more high-level franchisor type stuff and developing our franchisees, but... I'm sure you enjoy the opportunity to geek out on the on the inspection topics um, at hand. Well, I, I, I got pulled away uh, after the conference. We were, uh, uh, you know, at one of the little networking events afterwards, and I got to, to sit there and chat with the, the president of the association for like 45 minutes to an hour. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was really enjoyable for me to talk to somebody else that's doing uh, multiple types of businesses like I am and mm-hmm. to kind of get to connect. Yeah, awesome. Uh, I mean, it certainly sounds from... Everything I've heard so far from the guys that went out there with you uh, and yourself, it sounded like a great time and great opportunity for learning. Um, and so we're going to fast forward now. It's That was Thursday, and then you had Friday. And then right. Friday night, you hopped on a plane yep. to go do some more learning. Right. And so it was a red eye, by the way, it was a red eye. Yeah. Dwayne, Dwayne was committed on this one. Um, I wonder why, but uh, we went to the Angela Cote uh, retreat. Right. 2022, uh, you, myself, Mackenzie, and Rosina. Uh, it was in the, the Sahara Desert. Yeah, yeah, it was the middle of nowhere. It was terrible. Um, <laughs> terrible dry. Terrible location. Um, <laughs> no, everywhere. but it was uh, it was an awesome retreat. I know we all got great takeaways out of it. And for those of you who don't know, um, it was a emerging brand uh, for franchisors uh, retreat. So people, can, can you can you tell everybody what is an emerging brand? Yes. So an emerging brand, there's different status levels that some people abide by. But typically, if you have 30 units or, or less, or sometimes they go by 50 units or less, but essentially you are a newer franchise brand with a lower number of franchise units in your system. Um, and we all got together because typically when you're all around the same level um, as a franchisor, you tend to deal with the same problems, right? Right. And you're able to collaborate with one another. And that was the main goal of this last week is collaborating with individuals from all an array of different industries, service-based, some not. Uh, but the fact is, is franchising is franchising and there's there's certain pain points that everyone hits. Um, and pulling takeaways and learning from other individuals and where they've gone through, already succeeded and being able to help others in their in their journey as well. Uh, and also just hearing the insight from the, from the AC team uh, was a great experience. It, it was really surprising at how when we got down there, because, I mean, all we CEOs, mm-hmm. CEOs and, and their inner circle were there, yep. right? And uh, really seeing that how and being able to connect and network and just talk uh, about the issues that we deal with in this particular season of developing our businesses mm-hmm. are... It, it was it was good um and you know it's really surprising at how we're all very similar um even though we have different businesses franchising is this the one constant that we're doing and uh providing leadership has seasons absolutely right? it does. uh i mean you, you know you, I, who knew <laughs> yeah it's it, it it's pretty uh 
it's pretty amazing to hear people with 30 units talking about the same issues that we're dealing with with 10, right? Right. And, and vice versa. Um, and there's even situations where it was funny on the most recent roundtable with them, one of the ladies who doesn't have even have a franchise unit open yet gave a key takeaway that someone else took as like the most valuable piece of information that they got out of the entire seminar. So mm -hmm. someone who already had 30 units learned from somebody who had zero. That's pretty cool. Who just got their FTD done. And it's like, in what other world or scenario is that even possible? But it's funny because uh, there's just so many, there's so many ways in franchising to connect with people and to learn from one another. Well, we've made, we've made this comment before, and I, I know a lot of people have heard it. And it's just so true that when you surround yourself with certain types of people, mm -hmm that's who you are, who you're going to become, or who are those people who help lift you up or they'll help take you down. Correct. Right. And so you want to surround yourself with other leaders that are doing the similar things that you're doing because they can enhance what's going on. Absolutely. And the AC team did a fantastic job. I mean, obviously I think their passion for franchising kind of overflowed into the rest of the group. And I think we were very fortunate to have a very interactive group of people, right? Cause I kind of just touched on what you said there if we had a bunch of franchisors that were kind of uh, kind of shut off or weren't mm. very interactive or weren't really uh, looking to engage a whole lot, um, that conference could have gone a whole other direction, right? In terms of what we could have gotten out of it. But thankfully, we had a very interactive group of people. Every single person there was passionate about bettering their business to better their franchisees. Uh, and continue to grow together, which was which was awesome. Well, and the cool thing is, is, is being at that location, <laughs> in Cancun at the beach, <laughs> <laughs> at the pool bar, whatever. You're isolated. You don't know anybody else. No. Correct. These right. are the only people that, these are your people. Yeah. Right? Yep. And so the, you're kind of forced to talk to these people. And so you have to interact and engage. And uh, I mean, you know, for, you, you know, eight, from eight, pretty much we were engaging with them from 7.30 in the morning at breakfast, eating till, breakfast together. Until 12.30 12, at night, you yeah. know, and, and you, you get to, you get to uh, do something on a more intimate level with relationship uh, building that you don't get to normally see in business. I think it's, I think it was super different just in the sense that obviously going to seminars and the ones that are in the States or something like this was it's extremely informational, but you don't get that connection with, especially that Chase and I are so young in the industry that you don't really get that connection with other adults that are doing the same thing. Right. Cause they're on a different intensity level. Right. But us being there shows them that we, we have a drive to do something being young and then trying to diversify in the areas that, well, th th help, right? well th this is kind of like you asked me what I really enjoyed about going to the Korea conference mm -hmm. up in Sacramento is I got to take, you know, inspectors from our company that, you know, are really stepping out with, you know, wanting to learn and to provide leadership and to mm -hmm. grow in their career mm -hmm. with me to the conference because they've joined Korea and they're members, mm -hmm. right? Yes. And, uh, you know, and they've, they've shown that they want to do that. Now, as young men, you guys have shown that too. I mean, you, you, the, your accomplishments speak for themselves, uh, you know, uh, and the things that you're doing in, in engaging and interacting has been a big reason why we're in the franchising business, right? Mm -hmm. I like working with, uh, with new people. Oh, yeah. Smoke, people that are actually trying to step into something to better themselves, whether it's 
just as an individual personally, mm-hmm. um, but really I'm more geared on for somebody that wants to do it with business, right? And, and so that's why bringing you guys along uh, to that, I was really happy that you guys, I mean, you guys were like dialed, man. I, I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, <laughs> you were just, you know, talking to everybody. You were all about business the whole time. And it was so refreshing for me because that's who, it's kind of, it's been my life for the last 20 years. Yeah, talk, yeah. talking business is, is surprisingly really fun, right? It doesn't yeah. seem like something that would be like all that exciting. But when, when you're it, passionate but about when everyone, it. Everyone, when you're dealing with a circle of people like we had, where it's everybody's life in a sense. And even the team, like for myself, obviously I'm a team member, right? I'm not, right. I'm not the owner. I didn't come up with this model, but very passionate about what I'm doing. And then same with the other team members that were there from mm-hmm. other companies and all the CEOs and founders who do have that passion because they're the one that started it. Every single person is just so, <laughs> bless you, everybody, every single person is just so, like you said, passionate about what they're doing and just being able to sit around and whether it be in the round table sessions or in the coaching sessions or in the pool, everyone's still yeah. talking business in one way or another. It doesn't talk, stop. It doesn't ever stop. Oh, like, your, your brain's shut, on It doesn't the just whole shut time. off into like vacation mode. Everyone's no. still there because and they want to connect and learn. And yeah. I mean, I learned just as much floating around the pool with the people we were with as right. I did in the sessions, which was oh, amazing yeah. because we could take those conversations and carry it all the way into the nighttime when we're shooting pool, kind of hanging out kind of deal. It all keeps continues to overlap. Oh, your, your brain's like, on the whole time. Yeah, you'd be you're surprised. Right. <laughs> Instead of you being in, in, in a classroom with, you know, with the curtains closed and the wind, no windows and a guy standing up behind a lectern all day and you zoning out or going on to your phone half the time, Yeah, this was engaging and interactive. And I, I tell you what, a big shout out to uh, Angela Cote and her whole team. Uh, I've never been to anything like that. Uh, mm-hmm. to where you, you, you got that much benefit, where you made those many connections, where you got to actually engage about business in, in, in a very meaningful way ever in my entire life. It was the best conference I'd ever attended. Yeah, yeah, it was amazing. I think that, that model of learning and that style of learning is gonna catch uh, whole traction. Different. And I think I'm surprised it hasn't been done before, yeah. especially with franchising being as big as of, of an industry it is, but they're certainly filling a need for that. Uh, without a doubt. And it's just, it was just awesome. I mean, my key takeaways for that were brand storytelling, KPIs, mm-hmm. yep. the, the, the need for proper coaching within our franchise system, which right. I know we're touching on that. I know Scott's on a video call mm-hmm. right now, kind of learning some more about that, but it's uh it was amazing how many takeaways in the very short, realistically a short block of time each day that was really technically focused on, uh, it was really three days. It was really only three days, but it felt like we were there from an attorney in terms of the amount of conversations we had with people. Right. Uh, I know one thing they focused on was, do we open this up to 100 people, 150 people, or do we keep yeah. it at 50? Because then now all of a sudden you get to have five different conversations. You get to have five conversations with each individual person and right. like that whole aspect of it and the dinners and everything. You kind of lose the intimacy. Well, you know, it was awesome. I, 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 I think, yeah, uh, under 50 is, is ideal. But I, I say give a shot. Give it a shot at 100 and see mm-hmm. how that goes. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe it works. I mean, well, why not try it? It can't yeah. hurt. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm sure. I'm, I'm it sure wouldn't make it worse, I don't think. I'm sure there's ways logistically to to make it all function correctly. But regardless, I think um, that style of learning though was um, certainly beneficial for me. I think we all had good takeaways. I know we ended the, the, we ended the last day with a little wrap up meeting. And I think yep. we've already applied a handful of those things into <laughs> yeah. our, daily, oh, absolutely. our daily type of work that we're doing right now. And I know there's certainly more that we're gonna be adding into it, but 
uh, a big part of it, the reason why we went there, that actually stems from one of our core values I wanted to bring into this conversation is helping others be successful. Mm-hmm. Right. And so the AC team is on a mission to help franchisors become successful. So that way down the chain, we can help our franchisees become successful and so on and so forth. Right. Um, and that ties in directly into Morrison's core val- list of core values, which I wanted to highlight really quickly. Yeah. I mean, helping others be successful is a big deal. A lot of people don't get it. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, I got it. It's all me, 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 me. And, you know, if you're not helping other people be successful, what are you doing? Uh, there, there, there's, a, there's a lot to be said for that because to help other people be successful, you have to work on your own growth, educational-wise, professionally, personally. You have to lead by example. And so it kind of holds you to account in leadership if you're helping others be successful. Absolutely, it does. And I, it, I mean, I think it's... It, 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 it's, it's circular. It, it, it goes all the way around. It absolutely does. Um, and we were, I, I mean, I know we were very fortunate to be able to take part in that last, that last week. And I think it's uh, it's an exciting time because I think there's a lot of things starting to click for us, mm-hmm. um, in a positive, positive direction. Well, let me ask you, I mean, we, we were at this conference and we were getting all this great information and they were covering all these points. Wasn't it nice to know that all those points were exactly all the stuff that we do all day, every day. Oh yeah, and and I mean, there was a lot of affirmation. Oh, we're, that's what we're doing. We've yeah, got, they, we've uh, got that dialed. It's like, oh, boom, light bulb. Yep. we're doing this right. Yep, light bulb, we're doing this right. Yep, light bulb, and just continues, like you said, the validation of nothing. Okay, we're on the right path. Nothing doing. really came out of the blue, mm-hmm. and we, we didn't get blindsided on anything. Although we did get reminded and and pointed in in a direction with guidance in mm-hmm. areas where where we need it. Yeah. which was perfect. I mean, it was, it was at maximized uh, uh, what we were trying to do there. Just pointing out our weak points and what we need to be better at and focus more on because we have a tendency to focus on one thing for a lot and right. kind of not, not forget. But you get project-oriented, right? Right, right. And then that kind of dissipates the idea of having everything be correct in the prototype, essentially, right? Because right. we're selling a business model. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Cool. It, it, it's just, there's, there was just so much that we covered over the last week and a half, um, in terms of just networking connections made. And uh, I think lifelong friendships too, uh, with, with individuals that were there that I know me and yeah. Kenzie, yeah. um, I know made a lot of connections with it. Oh, yeah. and we had a, we had a good time. It's just, um, <laughs> I think I'm friends with everybody on Facebook now. Immediately, as soon as it was like over, it's like, boom, 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 boom. Everyone's yeah. connected. Everyone's yep. liking and sharing each other's mm-hmm. stuff. And, it's fun because like the first round table coming back online with AC team, uh, Chris Ramo mentioned something. He's like, he goes, I was, I'm fired up. He's like, forget all the, these, all these old mega mega franchise organizations with 5,000 units. Those guys are old school. Yeah. Like, right. This is yeah. the new, these are the new guys coming in yep. that are going to be making waves and be doing things, yeah. um, in a way that's going to really leave a mark. And it's just, you could just feel the energy. Just oh, you around. got that right. I mean, I, I was sitting there in that conference and I got so fired up on day two. I was like, you know, I, I want to be in the top five franchisors in our industry. Yeah. Now I'm like, what? No, number, number no, one. we want to be number one, number one. by a lot, yeah. you know? And, and so, you know, that it's just good to have that energy and that passion and to feel that, 
the confidence that that's where we're going and that's what we can do and that we have those abilities and that's kind of our destiny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, that's a great place to be. Yeah. The, um, if the leader and the founder of the company isn't having passion like that. Yeah. I mean, what, what, what company are you working for? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, everybody wants to work for Tesla, right? If you come out of college and get hired to be in management at Tesla or Apple, or I mean, yeah. those were like the prime that's or huge. Google, those were the primo primo jobs. Well, I mean, it's because the, the, the leaders of those companies are trying to be that. They have yeah, vision. the best ever, right? Right. Yeah, absolutely. It, it, it was just it was just a great week overall. I mean, zero complaints. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think zero, any, zero complaints. In any situation, because it was just, it was, it was just amazing. Uh, the energy yeah. was off the charts with everyone that was there and attending, and it was just a fantastic time, fantastic learning opportunity. And what I'm most excited for now is the application process of what right. we learned into our day-to-day basis of our, of our business and just kind of continue on from there. Well, you know, it's, 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 it's good. Uh, these are exciting times. Uh, mm-hmm. I, the first last couple of months, I've been kind of a bit, bit, you know, I would say stressed a little bit because mm-hmm. I've got so much going on and I've been having to like really be in a place where I've got my hands on quite a, uh, an array of different things that are very important. Um, and it's, it's a lot of pressure, mm-hmm. man, that's all gone. Yeah. <laughs> that's all gone. No, in fact, in fact I'm going to the office now and I'm sitting there and I'm just like, all right, all right. I, I know exactly what I'm doing. I'm very focused. I'm pointed, uh, uh, and really no stress or pressure at all now. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what the seminars, or I guess the retreats should be for right? uh, to kind of put you back on the focal length that you need to be at. Right. Right. And I, you know, and that's why they called it a retreat, not a conference. But, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think it did accomplish exactly what I needed in a retreat. hundred percent. Yeah. I, I completely agree with well, you. And being in Cancun kind of. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, actually, you know, as far as that part goes, that was enjoyable, but that that's actually a stressor or st- not stressor. That's a struggle for me mm. because I'm so regimented into a program every mm. day as far as training. I mean, for those of you who don't know, I do, uh, I'm, I'm pretty much an athlete. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do swimming. I, I, I do triathlon. So I'm incorporating three to four sports into my training every day, which is swimming, cycling, running and then i have a gym too so i got to go do body work in the gym and then there's also recovery stuff you know that i have to squeeze in there and then there's special diets i got to work on so it's hard to even eat in restaurants sometimes yeah so it's a up up uprooting and going to a new location can be yeah and then i I, i'm dialed in on what i'm doing in the office and everything's organized and structured because you know obviously being a president ceo of a company I'm kind of an overachiever, right? So I'm doing all these things. And then you take me out of that (laughs) for, you know, for, for eight or nine days and and put me on a beach somewhere where it's unlimited food, you know, beers and slushies and, you know, waiting around in the pool. And there's not really anywhere for me to do my workout. I didn't have a bike with me. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, the gym was amazing, though. I got to give a credit. The gym was, I was very happy I had to go to gym. I don't know if you guys got into it or not. No, we didn't. Oh, they had a great gym. The (laughs) gym was great. Um, um, You know, and so that was difficult for me. But you know what? That's always good, too, because you you need to take a break from from your your regiment and training and and all of that, because that's how you get injuries. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think there's something to be said about when you get into a new environment, it kind of it allows your brain to kind of rewire itself a little bit. Like if we had that same conference and let's like in a hypothetical situation, everyone came to the Morrison plus property inspections office for three days. Right. We would be like, 
probably just wired the entire time, like yeah. not uh, knowing what to do kind of thing because... Well, we'd be working from six in the morning to ten at night. And yeah, it would just be at the office. Yeah, right. And, and, and just in supporting it, uprooting and kind of putting yourself in a new environment at times can allow your brain to kind of get creative and open doors and kind of just flush out some of the negative stuff and bring in some positives. And so that's always a great, a great aspect to it, without a doubt. It's so. taken me a week to get back into my groove, though. Mm -hmm. I literally, uh, it. it it's fun. Now, you know, for any of you that are out there, you know, running a business or or even if you're just working for a company and, and you need to get away, there's something spiritual about, spiritual about it. Oh, yeah. Um, at least for me, um, uh, you know, I, I try to find the best in what it is I'm doing, whether it's in my my personal uh, hobbies as far as triathlon. That's kind of there's there's you know, it's, it's special for me. And then, you know, I. You want to go into your business and what you're doing with that. Uh, it's just good mentally to get away and try to relax, and you know let let people try to educate you and, and and pump speak into you and pump into you things that are going to better you in your life and your business. Whether it's with your church, whether it's with your business, whether it's just you know with your family or, or going away on some uh, hobby for a vacation. Mm -hmm. You know, some people go hiking, right? Yeah, I was going to say I get my. I get my best thoughts when I'm not even around a business environment. When I'm out hiking, if I'm out doing this or that, that's when my best thoughts kind of come to me because I'm not engulfed. It's not like overwhelming in the moment. It's I'm like, just it, like things open up, right? Exactly. Kind of clarity and you're, you're able to kind of be free thinking and kind of flow with what, with what you're going with. And I just, I pull up my phone and start typing up notes really quickly and making sure I don't forget it uh, to apply it when I get back into the office eventually. But um Overall, yeah, I just wanted to recap those two conferences, and I think we did a good job on it. I mean, it was a great, great opportunity for us. Um, certainly pulled a lot of great takeaways from it and continue to, I think, stack on what we're already doing um, yeah. and continue to push forward. And so so we're looking. So let's, let's recap now because we got maybe some exciting news, right? Mm -hmm. We're looking at expanding into Utah. Yes. Texas, Texas. Yes. Georgia. Georgia, correct. And are those the three those states are, we're looking at right now? As and, of right now, huh? As of right now, as of and right then now, potentially another California, another California uh, franchise here, probably well. in the South Bay, right? Yeah. yeah. So um, okay. Yeah. Hopefully, we all. Just, we. I mean, I, uh, hopefully, I'm pretty confident that we keep, we keep plugging away and doing what we're supposed to be doing. Everything's going to pan out in the direction we're looking to go in. I'm um, super stoked about Texas, and it yeah, should be that a very was a good, good one. one. So. Uh, looking forward to it, but if you're wanting to hop on the train as a listener, right, and, <laughs> and right. kind of get on board with what we're doing here, or at least just learn from uh, what we have available, I'm always happy to be your resource in terms of educating you on our franchise model, kind of what all entails, what are our roles, and how do we help you as a franchisee, uh, feel free to give us a call. Our phone number is 866-881-5027, or visit morrisonplusfranchise.com and hit the request for more information button where you can submit a form and then I will reach out to you and be happy to share some info. And so, uh, Dwayne, I know we have, uh, just some more, just awesome things coming our way and excited to, to, to continue achieving those goals, uh, together. But, uh, unless you have any final notes for us, uh, we could wrap it up next week. I think we should start do a game of jeopardy in the office <laughs> for, for training. And there's nothing that, like yeah. turning training into game shows. Very. That true. was one of the, best things about that conference oh yeah yeah the, the interactive <laughs> yeah. aspect of it was off the charts that's like my biggest compliment is when you get people up out of their seat yep to physically do stuff oh my gosh it, oh, like, yeah. it my changes team, the game and my team of, won by the way just saying yes yeah, you guys when we came in second 
I came in last. second to last. Not last. <laughs> <laughs> I, knew, I, I knew as soon as as soon as they started calling out stuff, I was like, guys, I was like, this is not going to be pretty. I was like, we're, we're, we're going down hard. You had good points though. though. Good yeah. points. It's no not points, on though. Jen's thing. Um, yeah. awesome. All right. All well, right. Um, until next week, we'll be catching everybody. But again, subscribe, notifications, um, share the content with uh, your loved ones who might be interested in what we're talking about here, and uh, make sure you tune tune in to our future episodes.